Hey, good evening. Welcome to Jiu-Jitsu Radio. This podcast is brought to you by Choke Aloha. Roll with Aloha. Choke Aloha. Shake and not stirred. Get the promo code. Uh, I actually get 20% off when you use the promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio at ChokeAloha.com. Go pick up their latest uh, collab shirt with Immortal Choke. It's available on the website. They also uh, re-upped on the patches and a couple of pop sockets, so snag them up. Pop socket. Uh, Chocoloha.com. Promo code Jiu-Jitsu Radio. Snag that up and then go check out Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co. Excuse me. Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio. Get 10% off some lovely soaps for your human self. Yeah, wash your ass. Like, literally. Seriously. You stinky savages. What's the worst smell you've smelled coming off of somebody rolling? Uh, butthole. Like, straight up ass? Like, Like you never smelled someone? Like, like, like dirty, sweaty, stinky butthole. Like, you never smelled someone? Like, man, why do your sweat smells like Uh, like onions? No, there's been people whose, like, whole aura smells like... Asshole. Like, just... No, not asshole, but, like garlic or pesto or something yeah. like that but i've smelled like shiitake mushrooms before i've never smelled that but i smelled straight up butthole before yeah. no that was me like i smelled like shiitake oh mushrooms. you smelled yeah. like that was a pretty bad day anyway stop smelling go to jujitsusoapco.com use the promo code jj radio and get 10 percent off go check out giraffechoke.com use the promo code jj radio and get 20 percent off your order of 50 dollars or more we extended the discount much appreciated to Giraffe Choke for hooking us up with that. Go to GiraffeChoke.com. Use the promo code JJ Radio. And last but not least, our newest sponsor, Nomad Surf Shop, located here in Boynton Beach, Florida, right off of the water. Yeah. Off of Briny Breezes. Right up, right. Briny Breezes. Go over to Nomad. Sorry, this one is not online. This one is an in-person discount because... They are solid. And they actually have a sale going on this weekend. Yeah, half off up everything. To 50%. Up to, dude, it's the biggest sale ever. Yeah, so you don't even need to tell them about us because they got you covered anyway. So go to Nomad Surf Shop here in Boynton Beach, Florida. Check them out. Tell them we sent you. Tell them Daddy loves you. And then go ahead and check out Sean's Instagram. Yeah, go ahead yeah. and poke fun of him. Yeah, at Gorilla Boy BJJ. That's, that's it. That's don't, worry, don't worry about Facebook because... I really don't look at my Facebook. Um, you can look at it. It's just under my real name. It's really the same stuff that you post on Instagram. Yeah, it's, it's all it is. It's just another place for my Instagram. You are go to. so boring. I put that on both my Facebook and my Twitter. Gets the same shit. Oh, so does my Tumblr. I didn't. You, you didn't have know a Tumblr? Had, all I do is put post. Pictures. What are you? Eighteen and email? I don't know what Tumblr is. I just know that you can attach your shit to it from Instagram, so I did. There's got to be a Tumblr out there with your face on it and nothing but dick pics, and you don't even know it. I don't even know what Tumblr is, really, oh, to tell God. you the truth. Anyway, go check out Sean's Instagram. Go make fun of him and his semi-nude bear photos. He is a gorgeously woofy individual on Instagram. Um, go check out Sonder Marketing. You can always see some cool behind the scene photos of all the work that I got going on. Actually, this week I got a photo shoot with the homie Gilbert Burns. And then I uh, might have a couple of photos coming up with uh, some legendary jujitsu people that I can't talk about right now. Well, but everybody knows you're talking about me if you're talking legendary jujitsu people. N- n- no. No. 
let's, let's just go ahead and move on. Go to check out Sonder Marketing on Instagram. Check out mycosmicjourney.com. And to be sure, if you please support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, go ahead and give it a five star on iTunes. Fuck that. Give it a six star. Give it a six star. Um, share with your friends. If you guys really support the podcast, a lot of you reach out to us and, and uh, compliment us, and we really truthfully appreciate it. Um, so please show the support and help us spread. The podcast has been growing uh, exponentially. I showed Sean the numbers the other day, and even he was surprised. So thank you guys from uh, from the bottom of our hearts and farts, and uh, go ahead and uh, share with everybody else. And you can check out the YouTube channel too. I'm working on some uh, stuff so we can bump it all up. With that being said, let's get this party started. You can't <laughs> Deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators up. Woo! All right, all you dreamers and creamers, it's 30 past the hour, and come, we're about to talk to some. from the best of the stacks of the wax. Coming at you live. We got some cool stuff today. Actually, I want to start off with uh, with what we got in hand. I got a package the other day. Let me go ahead and steal that from you. What's in the box? You want to open? No, I'll open it. I'll What's open in it. the box? Uh, why don't we snag a photo while we do this? Can you can you snag a shot? So um, we got a package the other day from the homies over at Giraffe Choke, and uh, I've been uh, super anxious to pop this sucker open. Where the hell? Okay. I was going to ask you where the blade is on this pocket knife, but I'm guessing it's where it says blade. Where it says blade. How do I pop said blade before I cut myself on this bitch? I just had it open. No, you didn't. Pop this sucker open. Hold on. Let me go ahead and model with the postal service. Uh, you don't want to put your address on there? No, no. I'm, and the I'm picture good. that's going to go public? Yep. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, shout out to Giraffe Choke. Hey, uh, look who it is. We got a guest. It's Mary Beth. Now you have to jump up on the podcast. Come here. No, don't don't start late. whispering I now. will start putting your phone number on here. We have Mary Beth, the, the person that actually has been like saving us from injuries for like the last couple of years. Yeah, she is our favorite, most What's hated your private person? Instagram so I can put it on here? It's a, I, yes, you're live. You can whisper all you want. I can still pick you up. This is so good. I... And so putting your face, she ran out of here. That is so funny. Uh, actually, yeah, no, big shout out to Mary Beth. She actually has helped uh, out us and everybody we everybody know. Everybody that we know from injury. Um, you, know, I, Mike, you guys know Michael Johnson? Do you guys know Kamaru Usman? I didn't know she worked with him. Yeah. Sure I just thought she worked with the fam- most famous person ever, and that was me. Tom, um, Tom got Michael Johnson yeah. to her, and then he got Kamaru to her. Right. So. Uh, yeah, she saved my back, no joke, uh, after my two car accidents last year and one this year. Um, and remember, I couldn't, like, roll for, for a while. And, yeah, she helped me out big time. Um, all right, so but back what's to, in the box? So back to the subject at hand. Giraffe Choke sent us this uh, package. It's got some stuff for us. Some stuff for me, some stuff for Sean, and actually some stuff for some of my uh What's in the box? Friends. What movie? What's uh, in the box? I thought that was from Animaniacs. No. What's that from? That's from Seven. 
Sever- oh, that's right. At the end. What's oh, in the right. box? <laughs> yeah. What? Severed heads. Severed yeah. Animaniacs. Yeah, see, the we way you Maloney were saying it, and The way that you quoted the movie sounded very more comical than dramatic. Like, well, it kind of is comical the way he says it. What's in the box? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, so some of the stuff that's in here is actually not for us. It's for some of our friends over at... Can you turn the gain down just a little bit on the I don't know what, Which way? To the left? The one, uh, to the one that goes down like a normal volume. That's good. That's good. That's too much. But that's good. Go back up. Go back up. Check. All right. There we go. Um, so some of our pro friends are going to get this. It says, uh, oh, look, a nice little message. Hope you and Sean enjoy the goods. <laughs> Sean enjoys my goods. Uh, all right. What we got here? Uh, this stuff is for our friend Adam Borix, professional Bellator fighter who just won his last fight. So shout out to Adam. So we're going to put this off to the side. And then what we got here. Um, he did earmark this for you. Have at it. Boom. So pop that sucker open. What is it? What we got here. All right. So we got a couple of hats. I know you guys can't see anything, but we got a rear naked choke hat, Superman punch hat, head kick hat. What else? What'd you get? I got an armbar shirt. Nice. Nice. So for you to imagine how an armbar looks like since you never get them. Okay. Uh, you want to roll right now? No, I'm good. I don't roll with... Uh, with black belts? Okay. Yeah. We got uh, some armbar shirts. We got, uh, which one's this one? This one is Superman Punch, which is like actually one of my favorite ones. It's like, it's literally a guy in a cape punching somebody in the face. Um, I really like the, the shirts and designs. You know why I like these designs so much? Oh, check this one out. Simple. Triangle. The triangle they're simple shirt. and clearly stated. There's a little more to that. They are simple. They, um, I dig the design. And funny enough, drawing something for jujitsu is actually one of the toughest ones and I can see the changes in the details they actually they added some new details to the designs um, that's a broken arm by the way if you look into the arm bar so shout out to to giraffe choke these are really really awesome appreciate it I think I have all these hats and we might do a giveaway I want the Superman hat right now you want the Superman hat there you go Superman punch Superman punch um, we will be doing a giveaway with uh, you hear that, people? Look at that. That's fresh. That's the sound of my addiction. That's fresh. Um, we are going to be doing a giveaway of uh, some uh, Giraffe Choke gear coming up for the holidays. So once again, shout out to Giraffe Choke. I think that's a, a dope way to start up the podcast. Head kick. I don't think I have the head kick one. I think I will be snagging the head kick hat. I think uh, we'll, we'll snag a photo. Or you want to do an Instagram live on this one? Hold on. What's this? What's this here? <laughs> no problem. All right. I got my head kick hat. Oh, nice. Even though it's taming down to the do. Dude, you definitely look like Rodrigo Mendez right now with the hat on. That's pretty funny. Um, all right. Let's get this uh, the real show started. Um... You just finished up a Halloween, uh, Halloween party, did you not? For your other place. What other place? Did you do that at the old gym, or you weren't there for that? I wasn't there for that. No. Uh, I got you. We did one uh, here at Temple on Monday. You were not here for it. 
Yes, because I am in school. I am a mere how, uh, month how and a half away from graduating with my finally with my bachelor's degree. With your GED, and that too. Is uh, how long does it take for the um, the short bus to get to school? Um, well, we only have to stop by your house. Okay. Um, Drive by, wave. No, because your mom shows us your boobs. Our boobs. <laughs> so speaking of which, you know what? Did you did you read the news about Sean White? They, no, I did not. So Sean White is getting a little bit of shit right now from people because of his Halloween costume. Oh boy, did he appropriate somebody's race? Um, no, he is getting uh, ridiculed, and I didn't read all the, the the details on this, but he dressed up as Simple Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot, you cannot, look, you cannot give him flack for being simple Jack. So, I don't know if he said something, like, he tried to make, like, a joke about, like, Special Olympics or something. No, it's not Special Olympics. Right, I understand, but he got crap for it, so. Well, you know what? We're living in a fucking outrage culture. Everybody needs to calm the fuck down and have a fucking laugh once in a while. Here's the thing, though, like, I understand if you take a Halloween costume too far... Say like some people. I saw somebody. Could I, I be? Could I be uh, Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder? No. Thunder? See, well, that's what I'm saying. Is I get that. Like, I definitely don't think that you need to go dressed up as blackface to dress up as somebody. But if I was to Kirk dress Lazarus, right? If I dressed up as I wanted to dress up as Bill Cosby, right? I could have the cheesy sweater, pants, and just make the inappropriate jokes. What? But if I dressed up as in blackface, absolutely, that is way too far. But with your body, how it looks right now, they might confuse you for Biggie. Same thing. I'm okay with it. I mean, clearly. Bad bod. But when people dress up as like a Native American, but they don't use any paint stuff, people find that offensive. Like, I don't know if that's really like, isn't it the whole point of like dressing up in costume to just sit there and have fun? And it's just to have fun. Again, people are just... So fucking uptight these days. Everything, everybody's outraged and everybody's angry and everybody's offended. My favorite thing about hearing that is, look, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Mm-hmm. It just means you're soft. Mm-hmm. There's things that are worth being offended about. Right. There's a difference between like being offended where you let it affect you and something being offensive. Like, right. You simple, can be offended Jack, by something. Simple Jack is not offensive. It, 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 to me, in my eyes. I don't think and that movie could see the light of day if it came out now. I really don't think it could. It's all, and it, it's not it's that only, old. It's only, what, 10 years old, maybe? Oh, I don't even think so. I think so. I think it's only around, like, maybe a little bit over 10. Let's see. It's got to be close to 10 years old. I'm pretty sure. Tropic Thunder. Why you uh, looked it up? Came out in 2008. So. 2008. See, 10 years on the dot. Damn, I'm good. So, there is no way that movie could come out now. There's no way. Did you? Hear, uh, who was it the other day that said something? I want to say it was Steve. Was it Steve Carell that said that the Office wouldn't work now? For sure, they couldn't do it. For sure, they couldn't do it. There'd be so much stuff that people get offended by it. I think even like Parks and Rec would probably get in trouble. It's- it's bullshit. It's bullshit that people get offended at, at jokes and and whatever happened to. So what you know that saying? 
uh, hard times make hard men. Hard men make good times. Good times make soft men. Soft men make bad times. I have never fucking heard you that. You never heard that? I have never heard that. I'm also not 100 years old. Well, right now, uh-huh. we've got soft men making bad times. I don't think it's soft men. I think oh, it's I soft think. everybody. Wait, right. Well, soft men. I think that since, was since that was sexist, Since Sean? men rule the household. All right. Jeez. That's yeah. so bad. And see, but that's the thing. I think, like, everybody enjoys that as a joke. Like, when you say something like that, like, if you and your loved one and you say, hey, why don't you go make me a sandwich? Like, as a joke, you're like, ha-ha, funny. Because it's inappropriate. It's like, okay. But it, to sit there and say it for real is pretty bad. Right. Well, I get that. But look, I don't. I never thought that women were in fear. I was raised by women. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So me making these jokes that... that Stuff like that are just fucking jokes. Yeah, I, they're just jokes. I like the one about the. I, I say this one all the time, and everybody laughs because they know me. Yeah, if you don't know me, it's not funny. But I always say the one. Why does why does the bride wear white at the wedding? Why? So the dishwasher matches the rest of the appliances. Oh Jesus! Oh, that's so now, bad. Obviously, <laughs> I don't really believe that. Yeah, I don't believe that because I wash dishes all the fucking time. It has nothing to do with that. It's are just, there are it, there like sexist jokes like that about men? Um, I mean we have like all kinds of like messed up jokes and stuff like that. But I don't know. I'm not a woman, so I don't. I don't. Right? There's got to be ones because I mean there's so many about like women. That, I mean I don't want to say them, but there's so many that are just like funny. Like there's one that's really bad, but it's funny. Is it the one about why a woman doesn't need to wear a watch? Yeah, that one's really bad. That one. Um, but. As far as jujitsu is concerned, I think women are it's starting to become more and more apparent that women are more equal. It's funny. I was actually reading an article today about uh, um, what's her face, uh, Tanya Porfirio. Porfirio. Uh-huh. Uh, she won a tournament and she made ten grand off of that tournament, but she's upset at the lack of competition or the lack of challengers in her. Uh, not even in her division, but in women's jujitsu. Like I think there's so many female competitors, but I like there's not enough, almost at like a super high level like hers. I mean, granted, she's she's just a total like beast. She's just really really good and she's really really strong. So it's, I mean, I think they vary in size so much that it's hard to sit there and really, like you're only gonna have like a certain pool. Well, know? here here's the thing. Um. This is I gotta let me get through this because the first part's gonna sound terrible, but oh, shit. I'm gonna get through it. Okay. This is gonna be controversial. Okay. Ninety nine percent of the time, I do not. Well, I shouldn't even say that. Oh. I was gonna say ninety nine percent of the time, I don't care about sports. Right. Ninety nine point nine percent of the times, I care even less about women's sports. Mm-hmm. It's just normally on the on the for the most part, there's very few. Women's sports that are, are as exciting as the male counterpart, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Soccer, it's pretty exciting, either male or female. Right. Um, jiu-jitsu doesn't, for some reason, if a good, if a, if, if, I've seen matches between women that are just as good and just as technical if as, not more, a, as yeah. any male match I've ever seen. Yeah. So there's certain sports that transcend that, but like women's basketball. 
Does anybody really care about no, women's basketball? That. Nobody watches. You know, that. it's like women's tennis is fun. You know, women's but, tennis is, is pretty good. Did you? But did you hear? Did you hear what John McEnroe said? Yeah, about the Serena Williams thing. He's an idiot, though. Yeah, but is is he is, is he accurate? We no. don't know. No, of course he's not. How it's do you been know? proven before. What was her face? That I forget her name. That she like proved it wrong. Billy she Billy King Billy yeah. Jean King back in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, that's Billy Jean King back in the seventies playing against a guy that was about to retire. I'm talking about people. In I that honestly, I don't think know. I don't know. I'm not going to say that he's wrong because he could be right. A male pa- male uh, power. I am. It's not, hard to deal with. I am not gonna agree with that. At I don't. All. I don't. I'm not. Saying in I certain do or sports, I, don't. I think in certain sports for sure the. The the difference between like the the body types is an uh, is a factor, but there's other sports like tennis. I think that it's not as big of a factor. Like obviously, you could have men versus women golf, right? Um, but off the tees, why the women, the women get an extra? No, that's 10 just yards. that's just what they call it. That's just. Like oh the the women's no tea. they are literally the women's tees because know. the women there's tea. there's women that could kick the, my the, ass oh golf. dude I can't shoot I can't hit a golf ball for shit I'm just saying the women's tees those are called the but women's okay. tees because that's where the women's all right let's look at from. it this way if you put Gabby Garcia in a jujitsu match against um, I don't know uh, Bushesha that would be still a pretty tight match I don't know. I think she's strong enough, she's big enough to sit there and have like a pretty solid match. There, there's one thing most women, female athletes lack. There's one thing that they lack that male athletes just what? have. Explosiveness. I don't know if I agree that. I can't wait for the girls to come in and we have this conversation yeah. and you have to sit there and deal with it. Because I'll I know plenty, it. I know plenty of female jujitsu girls that could easily smash me but for sure could sit there and like probably put a good hurting on you for, for sure and I'm not even trying to be like a dick to like sit there and bust your balls on the wow. podcast but for sure I mean like I think that's the whole point of jiu-jitsu if, I don't the thing is is if I don't I don't know if I if I go full bore and they go full bore I think it's gonna be a, it's, a Tanya I, for sure I think she would give you a run for your money for sure Tanya the poor Porfirio oh okay I, I don't know. I'm not saying they could. I want to say I'm saying her name right. If I say her name wrong, I'm not saying I'm not saying that I couldn't. I'm not I, or I'm not saying they couldn't whoop me. I, I, all I'm all I'm saying is most women uh-huh. lack explosiveness because it's just not part of their DNA. Like, I, their muscle fiber isn't as dense as males. It's it's a scientific fact. But that's in jujitsu. That really doesn't matter unless they're going against somebody who can explode. Bushesha. Is explosive as fuck. You're right. You know, so would it would a match be close between him and Gabby? I don't know. I would tend to think that he could be more explosive than her. I am Perfirio. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm not. Th- this isn't me bashing women. I'm just saying, scientifically, excuse me, they just don't. They have different muscle fiber than we do. I would agree more on like MMA because that was like a big issue with. Fallon Fox and that individual should go to jail. I 100% agree because that is. Do just, we know if he's got a penis? Uh, I don't. I mean, I think she did at one point. Yes. He, whatever she she. she. I, 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 I'm, it's really weird. 
to, it's really weird when somebody transitions. You gotta adjust to the times, man. I mean, like the Bruce Jenner, Kate, what, what is it, Caitlyn Jenner now? Like, I, it's you. I look. I, if that's your choice, I hundred percent respect it. It's. I think the thing changes so much and so rapidly. Like for me to keep up, it's that's tough. Because it's not what I think about. I don't care about that. And I don't say I don't care because, like, it's not important to me or something. I don't care because that's not how I see people. I see people by the level of quality of the individual. If you are a good person, you're a good person. That's what I see. I don't I don't know. Right. That's well, just the way right. that I am. So like, the same way, like, there's some people that that just only see color. Some people only see sex. Look at the freaking, look at the guy that just shot up the the church and stuff. Like that guy was just absolutely like nutso, you know. Like that's what people see. It's so crazy. And can we talk about how not surprised anybody was that the bomber that was sending all those like letter bombs to uh, to politicians came from Florida? There was not a single person that was like, "Oh my God, really?" No, everybody just goes, "Florida, gonna Florida." All right. Like, it was just automatic, like, yeah, for sure he's in Florida. For sure. Like, I think it's like, oh, my goodness, he's from Nebraska. No, yeah. it's like, it's... it's he said, he said, he, if, he allegedly, because he hasn't been convicted yet, allegedly sent these bombs. No, None he admitted to sending it. None of them worked. No, he didn't. I'm pretty sure he did. No, he didn't. None of them, none of them. It's basically just a pipe. <laughs> but I told you this. So I have a lot of friends that are ex-military, and there was a conversation where somebody posted a photo who was actually um, who was actually a uh, an explosive expert, and he like analyzed the photo that got leaked out of it. And it's like, yeah, that is not an active bomb for, and he stated all the reasons. Yeah. Like, there's no trigger, there's like no wires, like none of this stuff. It's like, yeah, that is just inactive. Um, but my question is. And I'm totally okay with going into the, the, um, what's the word? I totally bring farted, like the, not the skepticism, like the, um, conspiracy, the conspiracy theory, theory of it all. How has no one seen that van? People have like, here's yeah, the thing. That's everybody, a- everybody has photos with this guy. So legit, he's been in the area for a long time. Yeah. Because friends of mine show me, have texted me photos of him at their events, and did you, there was there was another thing about the van that people have talked about: uh-huh. the fact that none of the pictures uh-huh. were faded from the sun. Right, if they were all uh-huh. like brand brand new. Brand new. Now, unless he changed them and did that recently, like he just did that where he was going super schizo like recently and is putting it on. Look, I'm not putting it. I'm not putting. I do not discount or believe everything. Like right. I'm not saying he didn't he did it, right? But I'm not saying he didn't do it either because I don't know. Could this be a theor- uh, conspiracy of some kind? Goddamn right, it could be. But do you know? I wouldn't say it because it's like because I don't know. I'm not gonna say. I 100 percent would say. It. I 100 percent would say because yeah. I just don't give a shit about what people think. Of well, no, I, I just I, my thing is it's like okay, I don't care anything about the politics end of it right I really don't give a shit the thing is the guy was a democrat for 16 years or whatever it is and now the last two years he saw Trump and fell in love with Trump and became Republican whatever I don't really give a fuck about any of that but why is it that this guy was driving around with this fucking van 
for whatever long and not a single person saw that and said like whoever drives that van is a fucking nut job it's just crazy yeah well, like look. no one says that and like are we really like gotten so soft that people are afraid to call someone crazy even though they're clearly fucking and was insane it, was it on your page that Scott Barrett Bear no posted I think it was uh, I think it, what did he post he says I've seen that van not mine I, no I don't think so I can't remember where I saw it and um I got pulled over for dark tint that guy had his whole fucking window right you know what I'm saying? He's like, like you can have your whole fucking van covered in stickers and not have a problem with it, but if you have dark tint, then, you know, whatever. But, I mean, nobody, nobody fucking called up on this guy. He had a sticker of, like, Hillary Clinton with, a, with, with a, like, bullseye on her. Yeah. And then, like, the, like, you can tell the guy was just nuts, so I have no clue. Like, but it just blows my mind that not a single fucking person thought... I should probably call the cops on this guy. People are calling the cops on the kid whose backpack rubs against her ass, but no one's going to call up on the guy driving with a van covered in stickers that clearly talk about, like, dissent and, like, shooting people and killing people. I, like, I don't get that. I don't believe that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's weird. You know, the whole thing is weird, man. We are living in strange times. I, like I used to think, well, every generation must think that when they get to a certain age, because I'm, I'm, you know, uh, here it's I am. All, it's all gradual. 30, it's at, all relative. Yeah, but here I am at 32 years old, and um, and what? What? Anyways, but Where like, are you fucking going on like a? You're not even. That's not even Chinese calendar. Chinese <laughs> calendar, you'd be older. So, <laughs> regardless of what my age is, I used to think 58. like. Like, when I heard people talking about, oh, this generation nowadays, like, the older generation when I was young, I was like, oh, these guys, we're living, you know, but now I see it. The older I get, I'm like, fuck. It's so nutty. It's so crazy. But this is a weird time because we've never been so divided. Are we, though? Yes. We're divided heavily by identity, identity politics. Nobody wants to talk to each other. You'll see it on I see it on uh, Social media all the time Somebody starts talking about One side And the other side Shuts down The other side goes Oh I'm This this conversation is over Or I'm not gonna talk to you Because obviously You're an idiot Yeah I think It's always been the case Where someone's like So quick to draw the line Like nobody is willing To have an open minded Yeah have discourse. discourse Have Look If you are in a room Where everybody agrees with you you are in the wrong room. It's the same thing as being in the same thing as being the smartest person in the room. Yeah, you're in the wrong room. You're in the wrong room. If everybody agrees with what you're saying, you're you're there's no growth there, and you 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 have to question. That's the whole thing. Is people don't question shit anymore. They just accept it, and it's like I think people question it in a negative light against the other person. So if I was in Team A and you're in Team B and you make a statement, I'll say like, well, don't you think it's kind of funny that Team B is thinking this? Like, you're not well, questioning every, your well, own they don't beliefs. Even, they only do that. They, they resort to name-calling immediately. Yeah. You're yeah. an idiot. Or liberal, well, like, and all kinds of stuff. Like, man, here's my thing. I think everything goes in, like, we go to extremes, right? 
remember like it used to be a, an extreme like super blatant and like everything was offensive and now everything goes to like people want to be extremely like conservative or this that, and the other like the pendulum now is it's not kind of going yeah, between we, we a and b been, and b it's going been, to such an extreme we haven't been conservative since the 50s 60s yeah 60s is when things started to loosen up 70s was really loose. loose 80s was wild 90s was just tame a, like a tame but weird decade where generation x came 2000s was when everything started to unravel a little bit and and the 2000 the teens dude we're fucking falling apart i don't i don't know man i think it's it comes down to like everyone's got an opinion but people don't realize not everybody's opinion matters kind of thing it's i don't know it's kind of crazy it's really super nutty like i think on some things it it helps us out but on the other things it, it hinders us as a growth as individuals, people are so quick to name calling that they're not willing to accept and understand somebody else. Like, no one's willing to sit there and say, okay, if someone's this offended by something, why? Like, and do they have a reason behind it? It's like, well, you're offended by it, like, you're, you're an idiot. But, I don't know. It's, it's kind of crazy. Can we talk about something else, though? Because I've been really pissed off all fucking day with a video that I sent you. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. So, this morning, I see a video of this Krav Maga guy signed up for a jiu-jitsu tournament as a white belt, which normally, I think you and I would agree with, okay, that's not bad, you know? He's willing to start from the ground up like anybody else should. Right. However, this guy has been training Krav Maga for 16 years and teaching it for eight. Now, if you're not familiar with Krav Maga, it is a self-defense system created by, I wanna say Israeli forces to combat um, terrorists. So the thing is, is that it's not a specific type of style as much as take down your opponent as quickly and efficiently as possible to terminate the threat. In this kind of system, you have a lot of submission holds, choke holds and throws, anything to get the opponent down and submit it as quickly as possible. So there are some grappling aspects to it. Yeah, it's, here's the thing, whole thing about Krav Maga that kind of shuts me down when it comes to the art. I'm not saying that there's not some... Uh, validity to a lot of the techniques mm-hmm. but any martial art that thinks that they can take a gun away from somebody makes me oh, skeptical yeah. yeah makes me skeptical because I don't care how fast you are you are not faster than a trigger pull I think that depending on the situation it is doable like but if I have and there's this video like people testing this out if I have my gun to your forehead for sure, you're not beating my trigger pull. For sure, it's just it's not I gonna happen. I think the closer you are, the the easier it is to beat. I think I'm thinking like like if we're an arm length away, that would be even harder because now I can see like if your gun is to, to my forehead, right? You you might have a, a problem seeing my movement happen. But if we're here at this distance, right. I'm gonna see your hand move, and I'm just gonna, as soon as that hand moves, right? Well, pow, pow. But even then, like. 
if I have my gun straight to your chest, <coughs> even if you knock my hand away, I'm still hitting something as I'm pulling. I think, though, that anyway, to, to the subject, it's like I said, there is some validity to it that it would work in certain aspects of it. But my thing is, if you've been training in some type of grappling format or something that involves grappling within its education for that long of a time and you teach it and now you're going to go sign up, you can't sign up as a white belt. I'm sorry, but that doesn't sign, well, that doesn't I, fly with me. I don't know because I, I know you can't do it with judo. If you're a black belt when it judo, comes with judo and wrestling, you can't. You, you cannot. Can't. You got like if you if you're a black belt in judo, when you come to jujitsu, you're automatically a blue belt. Right. Automatically. And it's the same with wrestling. The same with wrestling. It's the same with wrestling. And I fact checked this this morning, so there's no doubt in my mind that that we're correct in saying it. Like if you come into a grappling tournament. Whether it's ADCC or IBJJF or whatever it is, if you have had previous competitive grappling experience and even a grappling experience to begin with for an extensive amount of time, you do not come in as a white belt. Yeah, but the, the problem with wrestling is there's not a ranking system. So, like, you can't... I get it. It, it would be hard to say... There's no... Technically, there's no real ranking system in Krav Maga either. They just right. created that for... I don't... For, I, is, I, I don't as far that, as I know, originally there wasn't, but then, like, they created it just so... Like, anytime you have a, a martial arts system that becomes popularized and you can sell it to people, you start having a, a ranking system. It's just the way it is. Even with Muay Thai, there was never any kind of ranking system with Muay Thai, but then they started creating belt levels. It's a, a westernized version of, of a system. But anyway, this scumbag decided to sign up as a white belt. And he ends up getting this guy in, in like an anaconda it's choke. It's like a standing anaconda. Yeah. He yanked down, goes into it, and rolls into it. Which, again, I give him credit. It's a legit move. He did everything right. But it shows to me that you should not have been in a white belt. So like now you're going to go and make a whole YouTube video bragging about... Krav Maga against Jiu Jitsu. Krav Maga wins. No, fuck you, homie. Go against someone. If you're going to sit there and tout yourself with being a, a teacher for eight years and studied the system and you've gone to Israel and blah, blah, blah and all this other stuff, then fucking test it out. Yeah, go against the black belt. As, as much as we fucking rip on the guy that signed up, the, was it the Taekwondo guy or something, the judo guy that signed up as it a black belt? It was Taekwondo guy. Yeah, yeah, and went up against Galvao. And there's other guys that, there was black belt Taekwondo guys that signed up for free at other tournaments. Like, as much as we butt like, their chops, you went and you tested yourself. Cool. You learned your lesson the hard way. Yeah. Like, maybe you should have gone on, like, a blue belt. Like, blue belt would have been a little bit more humble aspect of it but don't come in at a white belt beat the white belt who's been only training for like six months maybe a year and then fucking go make a youtube video talking like you're hot shit watching galval beat that guy up though was oh, so the funny best. i think they like the, the whole story behind it was like the guy was being like disrespectful to him or something it was something like weird i forget what the story behind it was but anyway that's been like fucking chapping my ass the whole fucking day because it's it just blows my mind that people still think that they can do that. Like, people still do that. How How is that even fucking possible? Like, let me ask you. Because, because let me ask you. All honesty. Like, let's not talk, like, try and make jokes like we normally do. You go and you sign up for a jiu-jitsu tournament and you get a guy who's a 
black belt in Taekwondo and he signs up for your bracket and it comes in hot shit. How would you handle that? Would you uh, fucking smash him? I would or would smash you... him as harder than I would ever smash somebody that's an actual black belt in jujitsu. Why? Um, to show him that that his art is inferior and that he doesn't get to put on that black belt onto these mats. Just like I wouldn't put on a black belt stepping onto a Taekwondo mat. It's not the same. It's two different arts. I mean, I would... I would. Would you ever sit there and say, "I tell you what, why don't you go up against one of my students and see how good you are at a tournament or at yeah. my like, the tournament?" Either way, either well, because in a tournament they sign up. You, you right, get right. What but you I'm get. saying, like, if you sat there and said, "Let's go over here," and I'll even put. I put them. Against, I'd, I'd put a black belt taekwondo guy against one of my white belts. Yeah. Anytime, any day of the week. Yeah. Any that, day of the week. That's so. In a grappling tournament. Yeah, I think there's so many people. I wish that it could be like, I'll totally volunteer. Like, please let me go up against this guy. One of my favorite, like, watching those Gracie challenges has always been fun for me. Those are great. There's so many that are not released. Right, right. But the ones that you can watch on on YouTube are fucking awesome. Just watching them toy with them. Like, it's like watching, watching, like, a cat play with with a mouse. It's like... These people have no idea, and there's some 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 people are like super athletic, yeah. and they might get a shot in here and there, but it's nowhere. It, it's not gonna anywhere where they could inflict real damage. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't feel good, but at the same time, yeah, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Like the kung fu guy and, and the karate guy. Well, Lloyd Irvin did it. Pretty sure Lloyd Irvin did it once. I know that there's a there's a match of him going up like against somebody. And he tapped out, but then he became into like this whole argument about, oh, I didn't tap out, I didn't fucking tap out. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It. I'll find it for you. I'll send it to you later on. But it's, yeah, there's. And, and how? And here's the thing: how can you argue with Lloyd? Like everyone's, like I've heard people talk shit about Lloyd Irvin because he's got rape guys. allegations. Well, I'm not talking about that. Okay, I'm talking about his actual jujitsu, and like people becoming black belts in mm-hmm. four years under under him. Yeah. You can't argue with the people he's produced. The people he produced, yeah, were, but have been I, incredible in, competitors. Yeah, but I think there's a certain amount of what did they have to sacrifice to get that? You know what I mean? Like they had to sit there and there's no school, there's no nothing, there's no family. He would take them away from family and say, "You want to do this? This is what you do." I know they're doing like two, three-hour days or two, three sessions a day kind of thing. Like, yeah, of course. The majority of the time, if you're going to sit there and vet out your athletes, you're going to get a killer. Like, if you're going to vet out athletes and you say you have your metal chasers, because that's what he would call it. You had that second floor, the metal chasers, right? And then you vet out the elite-level athletes and you drill them like if you were in communist China, like they do the little kids in gymnastics, you're going to get killers. For sure you're going to get killers. So it's like, but what if you get the same results? Maybe it takes a little bit longer time without having to, you know, inflict psychological damage. I don't know. Keenan, Keenan Cornelius. He bolted. Yeah, he bolted at Brown yeah. Belt, but at the same time. But Keenan was good before he went to Lloyd. 
No, he came up uh, Keenan, no. Keenan was good before he went to Lloyd. He went to Lloyd. There's like a whole story behind it where he left his whole family and then he started seeing like how much he had to sit there. Like he said, no, you're not allowed to talk yeah, to your family moved, and stuff like that. He moved to, he moved there from across the country to Lloyd's. Yeah, to go train with him. Right, but he he wasn't good before that. He was just, Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't barely trained. I don't know if I believe that. I got to do the, the research on it. Or we could just get him to come on here. Yeah, Keenan. Don't act like you're not listening. Right? No. I'll shoot him a message. I'd actually be cool to, to go talk to him about it. But, I mean, look at the, the Kumite and stuff that he had on there. Like, he, he, he had some legit people. But, again, what it took to get to that, like, I don't respect that. I don't respect that at all. Because look at what ended up happening. Yeah, but did he allegate rape allegations and rape charges are two different things. Nobody denies the fact that he sat there and did that. That he told them you need to go and do that because he was trying to have like some kind of mastermind control, and he told them go in and rape her, like because I told you to do it. Like, I don't know. I, I I find that weird and hard to believe. I don't. I don't do. I do. I don't. How I, many people? Like again, it's like the Bill Cosby. Who, like how many people are gonna you're talking like, about somebody that's like fucking Charles Manson? I don't think he's had Charles Manson like control over these people. I mean, it only takes one for you to sit there and 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 have that control over somebody. I don't know. I don't know. I just. I, I think a lot of people forgot about that though too. That's the thing. A lot of people forgot that happened. I think that's one of the things that, that people need to be reminded of. I'm not going to say anything because I'm not, I wasn't there. So, like, I can't say he did or he didn't. I just know. I but, just again, know, how like, many everything people. Everything we hear is hearsay. But how many people make an accusation before you sit there and say, like, yeah, it probably happened then? Yeah, there's, yeah but everybody's making it. What about Bill Cosby? Well, Bill Cosby got convicted. Okay, but, like, it took how many <coughs> people accusing him before he even got, like, tried? I don't know. It's like 50. I have no idea. I, I, I didn't pay attention to it. I oh, okay. Know. Well, then that's different. I, I, no, I didn't pay attention to it. I just... If it's if it's like... All I'm saying is is you are innocent until you are proven guilty in a court of law. Not nowadays. That's what, that's, yeah, not, not no more. Nowadays, yeah, no more. That's the, 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 the court of public opinion will get you fucked over faster... Than anything Than else. anything. And then come to find out, shit's wrong. And it, like sometimes people are wrong. So it's like, and people are getting their lives ruined. Like I'm not going to get into the whole. Okay, what about that lady the other day? Did you see the lady that um, that was uh, like being super racist to the two black girls waiting for AAA? No. You didn't see this? No, I didn't. South see Park it. Susan? No. So they, like these two, uh, these two uh, women, I want to say it was in. Somewhere like South Park, North Carolina, or something like that. Somewhere in North Carolina. Anyway, they were just in there minding their own business, and this white lady came up and started saying, like, do you belong here? Like, do you live here? And, like, you could tell she was either super high or super wasted. That's happening all over the place. She's like, oh, she's so bad. She was like, I'm hot. I'm white. I'm hot. I make $150,000 a year. Like, all kinds of, like, stupid shit. She's bragging about it. And, like, being super racist to these two girls. Mind you, who, like, said nothing to her, minding their own business. So she was bragging about how much money she makes and being hot shit, whatever, whatever. She's like, oh, like, they're filming her. She's like, oh, you filming me? Do you want to talk about how I'm hot? Do you want to talk about how I'm pretty, how I make $150,000? And they're like, no, we're just filming you (laughs) because you're crazy. 
got fired. So now she's making zero zero dollars. Look, there are some people that deserve that shit. She fucking deserves. Okay, well, but we had that argument about the guy at the pool. Right. Exactly. The guy at the pool. Right. That his job was. He was on the pool board. That, no, he, he was. was. He was part of the pool board. He oversaw the pool. You can oversee these nuts. No, like if that, you said that, that was, he if was, you're like that really was, that's your thing. Like I oversee this pool in this well, community. That what, there, how many people have get this much power and abuse the fuck? For out sure. Of him? So you don't think he didn't deserve to lose his job? No, I don't think he for deserved. being a racist fuck. No. So why does one he, racist he, person he, get no, to lose his job and not the other? He did one? not say anything about. It wasn't about race. It was it was about he didn't know this person, so he said something to her. But that's the same thing that these people did. Yeah, but this this lady this lady was just driving by, not minding. No, no, no her she own lived business. there. No, she lived there. Right in the neighborhood. So who gives a fuck? That's, how's that any different? It's different because she was she does was she on the on the board of the fucking homeowners association? But okay, what about the the lady the other day that like started harassing the dude the that dude wouldn't, wouldn't let, let him in the building? Yeah. Now, did you hear what the 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 superintendent? said no what she she followed exactly what we told her to do if you don't know somebody don't let them in the door if they don't open the door okay but if he has the key to the place he didn't show her the key yeah he got in she blocked the no, door she was walking out he was trying to walk in oh man she all i know see here's no, my there, thing there's certain, i think look, there's, i think people there's people got to find a balance between minding your own fucking business yeah. and shutting up and actually doing like some kind of crime watch if you want to call right. it there's a fucking van that was holding a guy hold, like making, making bombs. bombs no right. one said no shit one to said this shit. fucking guy but someone who's trying to go into his own fucking apartment or a lady trying to go into the pool everyone's busting their, like their balls like really like like are we really yeah. that fucking dumb so are we gonna but sit there and the dip- call the, it like I, the, what it is again the difference is right that lady was just put her nose where it didn't belong because... Okay. But nobody fucking bothered to with the, the guy. guy with the yeah, stickers. Yeah, so she over. deserves to get shit. And then she fucking says, I'm pretty, I'm hot, I yeah. make 150 grand. You didn't see this video at all? No, I didn't see this you video. You have to watch this video. But that, to me, was was a fucking racially motivated fucking right. bitch problem. The lady that wouldn't let the dude in the, in the, uh-huh. in the building, she, she went about it wrong, but she did what the, what the, what the building had told them to do. If you don't know somebody and they try to get in without the key fob, don't let them in. And that's what she Like, did. it honestly could have been something where it's just like, close the door, watch this. Yeah. Close the door. Beep. All right, yeah, I'm coming exactly, in. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, could well, then it, like it happened to, to those college students, too. It happened to those college students that were trying to get in the elevator and the dude's like, you don't belong here. It's like, bro, you're 80. I what are you doing it. in a college dorm? Yeah, this was like a couple months ago. It's like it's happening so much. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, there's such a, like, that's what irks me. That's why fucking I curse people out. When, when I'm out because it's mind your own fucking business mind your own business you are worrying about the wrong things like yeah, you're not worrying about the guy that's making bombs you're not worrying about yeah. the guy that's sitting there and, and hearing white noise telling them to go and kill a bunch of Jewish people in a synagogue but you're gonna bust these kids balls that are going to the pool you're gonna bust these people's like chops when they're sitting there waiting for AAA like really are we really that fucking dumb yeah. like it's so at one point are you gonna sit there and say like mmm it's like for sure there's some fucking racism going on. Oh, I didn't say there's not. No, there's but I'm saying it's like, there's definitely but racism. But at one point it's like mind your own fucking business, man. There's mind your own business. Like I I definitely see racism. Um I don't see it, but there's definitely racism out there and to say that there's not 
it'd be ridiculous. I don't believe there's systematic racism where the system is set up to fuck people over by I their think color. There is. No, no, I, no sorry, they, to a certain extent, there no, is. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about. I don't yeah, believe you're talking about black dynamite kind of. What, like I, I don't believe that like uh, people of color don't get the same opportunity. A hundred percent. I don't. No, no, no. They if they they don't get the same opportunity. They they get the same opportunity. As long as they meet the, the qualifications, it, it's I don't agree with that. I don't. Agree but there's with no that. there's no rule on the books that says that you know people of color can't go to can't go to this college. There's no rule system set up. It's not written, but it's, it's kinda, not it's that's unwritten that, rule. But that's what makes it systematic. I don't what know. What makes it no. systematic is if it's written down as part of the actual system. What people do is, to, is something totally different. You are sounding like a crotchety old white guy right now. I'm I'll, just well, letting I'll you sound, know. I'll sound, like, I'll sound like I'm letting you know right now because I no way in hell I agree with that whatsoever. And that's just because of like the friends I grew up with and what I've seen happen. Right. So I think you're wrong. Do we have any... Um, Jiu-Jitsu news. There's nothing like really happened. They they finally announced the ADCC. Uh, there was you said there was we had a music thing we had to discuss as well. Oh yeah, so we got fucking rap beef now. With who? With, oh, with the, with the fucking yeah. So YouTube flagged our podcast because of a um, because of the intro, the intro that I put together with a soundbite from. Ric Flair. From the Nature Boy. A very um, historical speech by Ric Flair that was sampled for a, a, a rap compilation album in 2013. And just now, even though we've been doing this, excuse me, keep burping, um, even though we've been doing this for almost a year now, and I mean, at least using the the... The, what you would call it, the intro. They flagged us for it. So now I got beef with Meek Mills. Meek Mills? Meek Mills and French Montana, a bunch of other rappers. So we got beef now. Yeah. So I, I, I'm I, trying to handle this. First of all. Trying to handle this as much as I possibly can. But the fact that they want to come at me, you got me fucked up, homie. First of all, if you are not the WWE or Ric Flair himself, you should not have any right to tell me or us. Well, it's the Warner Music Group that flagged me. Right. Fuck Warner Music Group. Yeah. Look, if you're not Ric Flair or the WWE... Oh, no, for sure. I, like, you sh- I'm you contesting it. You should go it. fuck yourself. For sure I'm contesting it. Because that. you cannot... You cannot fucking... You can, how can you... How can you... You can copyright it. How, yeah, but how can you copyright... Rick fucking Flair. Rick Flair should fucking go after these fucks. I don't think he cares. No, Rick Flair doesn't Listen, care. He's getting fucking. He just got married to someone like a fraction you, of his age. Did you see him tongue kissing his wife? Oh at god, the so gross. It's so gross. Like, I'm all happy for the dude and stuff, but come on, man. Like, I don't need to see all that. And you know what's funny? When I see things like that, and I see whether it's old rock stars or movie stars or whatever like anytime i see something like that all i can think of is like man that girl or whoever vice versa j 
just got so many herpes. So many like STDs. Do you notice how aging rock stars start to look like lesbians after a while? No. Okay, look at Steven Tyler. Okay, but he's always looked more feminine. Yeah. Joe Perry. Nah, I wouldn't say that. He's just always enjoyed having they're from Boston. They like having good hair. Yeah, but they're 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 at that age where they need to like they just start they like they get work done on their face. Like, I mean, that's any rock star. Look, I've worked with so many aging rock stars, and it's funny to see, like, the ones that age gracefully and the ones that are holding on for that fucking thread. That they're holding on so hard like, to try like, and have it. Like, uh, what's, like his, what's his name? Uh, out in L.A., Wayne Newton. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. But he's a... Or Barry Manilow. A Rod Stewart. Rod, I well, I don't know. Rod Stewart kind of let it let. Kinda. Well, he he could only pull his skin back so far, and finally he said, "Fuck it." No, I thought he was kind of letting that shit happen. No, no. Look, he, at, he look kept, at Keith fucking Richards. That's a fucking man. Well, he got preserved by gallons and gallons even, of even, cocaine. Even Mick Jagger's, he's letting his like he's get letting allowing himself to age. Even though he's got a kid that's... He like, got a little plastic surgery, though. He's had his a little kid, His youngest surgery. kid's like 30 or 40 years younger than yeah. his oldest kid. It's so fucking funny. Um, no, I remember working with this one guy. Um, he was... Uh, you got to name names? Yeah, I should. Um, I kind of don't because he was a really nice guy. He, I won't. I won't because he was a nice guy. Pussy. So, no, he's a nice guy, and he really is a, a, a legendary rock star. All you got to do, I mean, if you catch me one-on-one, just ask me. I'll tell you who it is, but just out of what's respect. It, what's, his, what's his last name rhyme with? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> anyway, this guy, this guy was the lead singer of one of the most influential rock bands of all time. 100% Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was a lead singer for it. He has a couple of historic legendary songs to his name 100% great frontman but what city is he from UK somewhere in the UK I'm pretty sure I forget where anyway does his last name no rhyme, you're not gonna get it rhyme with slant no um so he was like you know how how uh, what's his face from Pirates of the Caribbean Johnny Depp like, you see him walking around with the rings trying to be Mick Jagger-ish? Yes. Okay. So, when you see Mick Jagger walking around, that's Mick Jagger. That's him. He's got the three or four rings, whatever. This guy had to be... A, he was older than Mick Jagger, I want to say. And he's just walking around with the tight leggings, still with the button-down shirt that's open. The scarf. Had to have the scarf. Fucking sunglasses. Permed-up hairdo, which... Pretty sure it was a wig. I'm not gonna go ahead and put that on record. A la rock, rock star with. Uh, a la Gene Simmons. Um, you know Gene Simmons wears a wig. What he performs. Well, you know he wears no. He wears a wig 24/7. You didn't know this? No. Gene Simmons wears a wig. He's bald as fuck. He's as bald as you are. No. Yes, sir. No, his hair. Yes, sir. His hair looks terrible. No, sir. Then he's got a bad wig. Yes, he hair, does. His hair. Gene looks like Simmons and Paul Stanley wear wigs, my friend. Go ahead and look it up and Google it. He does everything he can to go ahead and get rid of that. But if you Google right now, Gene Simmons bald or wig, 
the image will pop up. And he does everything he can to get rid of it. By the way, they're going on their third I'm so tour. going. I am 100% Yeah, I'm going to go, too. You want to go? Yes, I want to go. Have you seen them before? I've never seen Kiss. They have one of the best shows. I saw them. I met them. Um, they did the show down here in um, in uh, Fort Lauderdale at the BB&T Center. Um, I, I did a little bit of work with their, their manager. Um, they're all super nice guys for the most part, but when the groupies show up, now oh, my friend, they don't give a fuck about you. Their um, their show was so fucking dope, dude. Like Gene still does the thing; he'll go up to the top, he'll go up to the top of the speakers, like to the frame of the whole stage, like and do his whole little bass solo, spit out blood, and everything. Paul Stanley gets on this like floating platform that goes over the entire crowd all the way to the back and then he has a stand in the back he'll do a little bit of the show there and then he flies all the way back to the main stage fucking flames like 50 feet high like fake speakers and stuff in the back awesome show awesome show and then at the end when they do rock and roll all night fucking confetti to wazoo like if you are an eco-friendly person do not go to this show because there's so much this was my first like musical obsession, oh, even though amazing. I hated their, I like I didn't say I, I wouldn't say I hated their music. Uh-huh. I didn't understand their music. I'm an right. eight year old or a seven year old listening to Love Gun. Yeah, not understanding that he's talking about his penis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the the phrase "lick it up" like a piece of cake that didn't like but that that, that came didn't after that came after they took the makeup off. Right, I'm talking about what like I came in. Like, Love Gun was, like, yeah. the first album that I bought. Like, my first album ever that I bought was the Queen's soundtrack to Flash Gordon. Okay. 1981. Great album. The Great second album I bought was Love Gun by Kiss. And then I got every Kiss album I could after that. Right. So, like, I had the record. I had all the records. I had, you know, uh, Kiss 1 with, like... Black Diamond and Strutter and right. like, and I had Love Gun and then I got Unmasked then then like I that got, was such a huge deal when they did Unmasked it was so massive but they didn't un, they didn't take off their Unmasked wasn't yeah. Unmasked it wasn't until Animalized that they took the fucking yeah. makeup off it like man so that was the first first album you ever ever bought second album what was the first album you ever bought like Tape, whatever. Queen. Queen? Queen. That's a good fucking album, too. The the Flash Gordon soundtrack. Yeah. Well, it's not really a good album. It's like, it's got some good music. No, it's like, a it's good, good album. It's their album. It's that, their album. They were the first band to, to get a... A soundtrack album. To get a soundtrack yeah. to a whole movie. Um, and, and what's a good album is It's a Kind of Magic, or A Kind of Magic by Queen for the Highlander soundtrack, or the, the Highlander movie. Right. Like, if you listen to A Kind of Magic... The whole it's thing. It's a kind of magic. Kind of magic. Yeah, that's. You ever all. seen the album cover with that? Yeah, it's got like it's like a, like an art, thing where they're like the band. Okay, is, is it? Have you like you have the mental image of it, right? Yes. Does that not look like the genie from Aladdin to you? A little bit. I can see that. It's a hundred percent the genie from Aladdin. Yeah. Like Disney totally ripped it off. Yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. I, like I like the the way they're they're situated. It kind of looks like a, a big top. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm really anxious for the for the movie next week or this weekend it comes out. What movie? 
the Queen movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really anxious to see it. Yeah, they were they were a really big influence on me being like dedicating my life to music. Queen, Metallica, and Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses, if they tour again this summer or next summer, for sure I'll go. I need to see them because yeah. it's the one band that like I haven't seen, but there's. Tickets are so fucking expensive. Yeah, they're super expensive. Like, I don't want to sit... Nosebleeds. Nosebleeds nosebleed to see fucking Guns N' Roses. If I it's go almost, to Guns N' Roses, I want to be fucking... It's a grand. On the floor fucking That's a feeling grand. that shit. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd almost just kind of want to do it just to do it. Like, spend the 300, 400 bucks to get somewhere in the middle. But... Dude, I watched... There was this thing the other day... Um, because I'm a Reddit guy. Yeah. It was, a, it was a Today I Learned, three these two guys got into all kinds of um, events wearing mm. the Dayglow oh, vests yeah. and, and carrying a walkie-talkie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, You can get anywhere. Like, I really shouldn't talk about it here just because it'll probably get me in trouble. But you could pretty much get into almost any kind of show or event if you have a walkie-talkie and you are wearing all black. If you wear all black, you look like a roadie, wear a walkie-talkie, maybe throw a little bit of dirt, and just say, I gotta go speak to Mark real quick about setting up rigging. People are like, all right, go. They'll, they'll, most of the time, they'll say, go, just come right back. Like, I'm like, I gotta go get my pass, I'll be right back. Nobody will say anything to you. But if you make eye contact with security, and you sit there and you stare like you're about to ask a question or you're waiting for them to ask you a question, you're done. Instantly done. You have to, you, conviction is 90% Oh yeah, you gotta walk in like you fucking own the place. I've gotten into so many places, and you've been there for some of them. I've gotten into so many places just by being on my phone. Just pretending was to be you, on my was phone. Was it us that walked into the, in the tournament? IKF yeah. last year? Yeah. I just said... We just walked in like we fucking yeah. own the place. I was, you guys were like, oh, I don't think this is working. I'm just, just fucking going I didn't in think there. It, no, I didn't say that. I just walked Who was, in. No, it was me. You, no, it was me, you, and somebody said, like, this no, isn't the way first, to go in. When we first got And I there, say, just fucking follow me. We're going in. Yeah, we just... And, no, no. They said, we, we just walked. Yeah. I wasn't afraid. I was just like... What, what, somebody somebody that was with us said, like, oh, this it, isn't It might have been the, when we went back the second day. Yeah, I was just like, no, the whatever. first day, we just, we just walked. We walked from the back way in. Yeah. No one said shit. No one said shit because we look like... Yeah. Like, even, even for fights, that for sure I probably shouldn't say, but I've gotten into so many fights, just like, yeah, I'm just going in. I heard stories. I got a story from, uh, from Ryan. He's like, oh, we just made our own passes. We made passes and they confiscated it from us. They're like, all right, just don't get into any trouble. And they let them in. Like, but that's like the early dear, earlier days of UFC. But no, man, you can get into so many places just walk it like you talk it. Walk it like you talking, like man. Fucking, like fucking uh, Tony Montana says. Yeah. I don't... I got they, two things in life. Like, I got my balls and my words. No, there's only one thing people respect in these. No. And that's balls. Yeah. No, that's... Uh, I've, yeah, I've gotten into so many places. Make like, a move. Yeah. I've gotten into so many places just staying on my phone and just walking through. They're like, you can't come in. Like, sorry, sorry, I'm on the phone. Hold on. And then just keep walking. And people won't say shit like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you while you're on the phone. Um, I'm trying to remember. My first album that I ever bought, it was either... Okay, no. My first album that I ever bought was Pet Sounds from the Beach Boys. The first rap album that I ever gotten was Coolio 
was a Coolio Gangster's Paradise. And I thought I was like the baddest motherfucker because I got a Coolio fucking like tape. I my first CD uh-huh. was the Look What the Cat Dragged In by Poison. Fucking, I was listening to that shit the other day. I meant to tell you, fucking Poison wrote so many good songs. They were. Have you seen them live? No, I have. You yes, have I see. have seen them live. They're so good. I saw them live with Cinderella. And like oh that was there that show up in Palm Beach up, up, up at yeah 10. Cinderella and then uh, what's his face uh, CC Deville had his side band uh, Samantha Seven they played like there was a, a, yeah but there was another eighties band that was there it that was time. Um, Damn, it was boy, Cinderella, Cinderella. Uh, Poison Poison closed yeah um, Damn who else was oh Dokken it was Dokken yeah. Docking. I went the next day and bought like a bunch of docking CDs just because I was like, fuck, this band is so good. Yeah, Doc, dude, they were. Don Docking was the man. And he, what was the uh, guitarist back then? George. Lynch? George Lynch. Yeah. He, he was the docking. Yeah, he was in docking for a while. Yeah, they had some great songs like Paris is Burning, uh, Into the Fire. Like, yeah. Dream Warriors. Yeah. The Dream, Dream Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, no, they they're fucking good. Um, do you ever listen to uh, Steel Panther? Yes, <laughs> that's such an underrated you, band. You know who I like better than Steel Panther? Um, and you're gonna laugh. Spinal Tap? No, Steel Dragon. The I've music Steel Dragon was the fictitious band they that played in uh, Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg. You never watched that. You've never seen Rockstar? Never Rockstar, dude. The music, the music was right. Um, was the actual band right. and it was Jason Bonham right um one of the guys from uh I wanna say from uh Night Ranger mm-hmm. and uh Zach Wilde really yes it was incredible music like they had a bunch of songs like We All Die Young and uh Stand Up and Shout they had a bunch of songs and I had them I have them on my iPod right like I downloaded them from LimeWire onto my iPod, and they were fucking awesome. You need to see Rockstar. Rockstar yeah, is a great band. It. You know what it is? Oh. It's the story of Tim Ripper Owens. I think his name is the guy that took over. Basically, it, it's a fictitious take on the guy that took over for Rob Helford when he left Judas Priest. Oh right. Didn't that? You know what's funny is like so many bands in the last twenty years. Ended up coming back around thanks to YouTube, and not by like saying like oh people discovered them all over again, but because they found the like singers that sounded just like the original yeah, like singers. Journey. Journey was one of them. Um, who's the? There was another one. You know who I love is making kind of like a comeback. Uh, Toto. Oh well, more and more people are starting to love Africa. <laughs> I think it's that's already gone and done and gone, but yeah. But Weezer did redid. Yeah, they re-did did Africa. It. I don't think it's that good of a cover. No, I, I think the original for sure is better. Someone who do someone that we know went to a Phil Collins concert recently. Yeah, I didn't know he was still playing. Yeah, I thought he, he was, was still retired. Touring. Like no. he's got some kind of a look, man. Every time people say that, they're just no, no. Like, he's got some disease. That's it's it's like I thought Phil like Collins... like MS or something, huh? Like MS, like something like that, like some. No, he he's still out there trying to make money, just like the rest of us. I know Elton John retired for sure. He's not coming back around. You you know who 
what I hated was that Genesis shit from the 90s. I fucking love Genesis. Like, I, I can't, can't dance. dance. Yeah. Hate that shit. And Phil Collins was the drummer. That's the funny part. Yeah. Peter Gabriel was the singer. Peter Gabriel is so fucking good, man. Peter Gabriel. Sledgehammer is such a good song. Peter Gabriel is so ahead of his time. Yeah. Five bucks if you can guess the songs that I was jamming out to this morning. Salisbury's. No. uh, But it it wasn't Peter Gabriel, but it's uh, around that same era. um, One of the greatest fucking songs of all time. So it wasn't Peter Gabriel. So all I'm thinking now is it's coming is to that me. Peter Sledgehammer. It's Peter you know who Gabriel. has a good cover? Shot the monkey. You know who's got a good cover of Sledgehammer? Dave Matthews. Oh yeah. Dave Matthews. They did a live cover of Sledgehammer, and it's so fucking good. But there's a mistake. It was I want to say it was like an MTV, um, like an MTV live kind of thing, and the one of the reporters just got on the mic like towards the beginning and you can hear her talk so it totally wrecks the fucking part of the recording but I've never been big into Dave Matthews he's so good no I under, I one of the best that. things that I ever like, happened I, I like OAR yeah. more than I like Dave Matthews they're kind of the same vein yeah but I like OAR better for some reason one of the best thing that ever happened to me was working for Dave Matthews because I worked for him for a small time and Working with his company and working with him it was like one of the best things in my career, and I learned so much about him that most people don't know. It, it made me respect the music that much more. And like, but him as an individual, even the stuff that you hear now, how crazy like nice he is, it is not even remotely close to how good of a person he his is. His white supremacist turn in "Don't Mess with the Zohan" was awesome. I never watched that one either. You never watched Don't Mess with the Zohan? No. Oh, no, I take it back. I did watch Don't Mess with the Zohan. Yeah. Yeah, that was the one he's the hairdresser, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch that. And they play one of the greatest songs ever. You didn't tell me what the song you were jamming out to was. Oh, well, guess. Oh, I have two songs from the band. Give me the band. Huey Lewis. Ah. So fucking Power good. of Love? Power of Love and uh, uh, Back in Time. Those are like back in time. So good songs. So like Dude, in the there was like a couple for, other ones. For a minute. Yeah. He Hue- stopped. He retired like now because he for can't a, play. For a minute, Huey Lewis in the news was the biggest band in the world. Like in the mid '80s. Yeah. That when sports came out. Yeah. Dude, like four or five songs off that album were top. Yeah. Five songs. See now that's like one of the examples of people that shows you why you need to wear earplugs. Because the same thing that happened to um, to the guy from ACDC, like the singer, where he, like, he went deaf. Same thing happened to Huey Lewis. Like, they, they, like you're, they're deaf now. He's deaf. He can't sing. So, like, they're pretty much done. Who? Huey Lewis. But, no, who's the other one you said? Um, the singer from ACDC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like... Brian he's Johnson. Deaf. Yeah, he's deaf. He can't... He's deaf. You know, and you know who they got to replace him? Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Axel. Yeah. Which uh, he's well, actually really good. They're just coming out with a new album. I heard ACDC's coming out with a new album. Yeah, but when when an album comes out, man, you got to remember it's recorded like years ago. When you hear like a new album, very few. I think it happens more in rap, where it's like they record an album and it's out in like three weeks. When it comes for like rock music and stuff, no man, they plan that stuff way way ahead of time because there's so much marketing involved, so much marketing. You got to look at it this way. This is what people don't understand. All right. You want to drop an album. Let's say I'm the record label. You want to drop an album, right? You're recording. And didn't Malcolm die? No, he went nutso. He, no, uh, no, he had cancer. He didn't die. Are you sure? Yeah. 
Malcolm, Malcolm, Young. Malcolm, um, Malcolm Young. Yeah, no, he um, he became like schizophrenic. No, he had cancer, and that's why they stopped. No, he's dead. Is he? Died November 18th, 2017. That's 2017, why he, right. So he went schizophrenic and then he got cancer. Because it was, I guess it was a yeah, brain. Yeah, it was in a brain. It was a brain tumor. Yeah. Um, no, so look at it this way. All right, so you got a, let's say you want to put like an album out. And Which our, I should. Right, so estimated cost, say $200,000. And that covers you guys for recording time, any kind of extra stuff that you need to do. As far as um, renting equipment, renting amps, getting like other studio musicians and mastering and all this other stuff, right? That's just two hundred thousand dollars alone. And then you got to talk about the marketing behind it. Okay, well we got to get the whole album artwork stuff printed up, all that kind of stuff. That's even more money. And then since I know that the album comes out. Most likely it would come out at the beginning of the year because no one drops an album at the end of the year. So say it comes out like February. Now you're going to tour the rest of the year. So I have to book those dates a year ahead of time if you're a bigger act. Smaller acts, you can kind of get away with it. So now i got to book those, spend the money before you even made a single dime on that. And then I got to print out flyers and posters and all this other yeah, stuff to like promote that, it. It's that like Hollywood, that Hollywood mathematics like how they get away with keeping all the money from these artists. Yeah. Like, well, we paid for this, this, and they charge them. People, you need to understand, back in the day, everything. back in the day, a record label was a, a, a developer. Like, if I saw talent in you, I developed you. The same way like a scout. I would scout you so you had um, A&R, right? So the A&R guy would scout you, say, I like you, say you were like CCR or something. We're going to develop you. So you... You come in, we'll set like set up one album, two albums for you to work, and then we'll put you out to tour. So you tour like crazy for two, three years, four years. You just keep going, going, and going, right? Now you put out like another album. Now we know that you developed as a band, you developed as an artist, and now you have a name out. Now we can pump it out. That's how it used to be. They took that expense. So you had to pay those dues. They had to have like a piece of it. So artists came back and said, all right, you have a piece of all the recordings, but I keep 100% of my touring income. So if we book a venue and it costs $50,000, or no, it'll cost like $20,000, $30,000, whatever it is. Let's say it costs $20,000. We make $30,000 on ticket sales. So $20,000 gets paid back. Now the $10,000, okay, now we have that. Now the merch, that's where it all comes in. You'll make a couple of grand at least on merch. So everything stacks up. So then they created, the, the record labels created 360 deals. It's called a 360 deal. Now instead of we keep album sales, you keep touring sales. No, now they get a piece of everything. And that's what really started fucking everybody over. That's why people get so pissed off with the... Um, with like Spotify and Pandora and all this stuff because they're not getting paid. They're not making any money anywhere that they go. So there's only like a handful of artists that really make money. At the end of the day now, we can be independent and you're fine. That's why you get bands like yeah, Clutch. Like, yeah, Clutch has their own album or their own, it's their own studio, their, their own label. Everything, right. everything is theirs. 
Like, that's what people don't get. And it's the same thing. Like, that's what pisses me off Like when we're talking about athletes and management and stuff like that. You have to do everything yourself. We're at a point in time where you can do everything yourself and you have to pay that minimal amount that, that fighters and stuff have to pay to management. That's perfect. You want that. But you have to do the rest of the work. You right. can't sit there. That's no different than an artist that has to do their own social media posting. They have to book the tours oh, and all that other stuff. I know what we can talk about. Uh-huh. The trade that you said wasn't going to be a trade. Oh, that yeah, that totally fucking happened. It totally, totally fucking right happened. Now. It totally fucking happened. <laughs> that is so fucking crazy. But they had, no one's spoken about money. And the UFC hasn't even made an official Dude, announcement about Ben Askren. Ben Askren has been going off on fucking, social media. I can't wait for him to Going off. Face. It's so beautiful. And everything he's saying has been incredibly funny. I can't wait for him to get that first L. He's going to get that first just loss, and it's going to be so good. Same thing happened to Justin Gaethje. Justin Gaethje was like, oh, I'm undefeated. I'm the shit. Bro. Yeah, there was di- there's difference in style between just Justin Gaethje and Ben Askren. Ben Askren does not take damage. Because he's fought nobodies. I don't understand why people don't get that. Let's put that to He's the fought nobodies, Sean. The only person that's, that was any worthwhile on his fight was Douglas Lima. And that was six years ago. No. Yeah, six years ago, I think. Like, that was the only big name. And he won that by decision. So he's, he's, won, he's how, knocking he's out and most, submitting. He's won most of his fights by decision. No, right. But no, he's got TKOs and he's got submissions. For sure. Oh yeah, he's got six TKO, two six knockouts, five submissions, seven. But decisions. he's knocked out fucking nobodies. He's like he's got literally he's knocked out fucking nobodies. And Shinya his, Aoki. Okay, he submitted Shinya Aoki. No, he TKO'd him. TKO'd him. Okay, on his as a thirty-five year old and his first fight in like I don't know like two, three, four years. Like, see what I'm saying? Douglas Lima, Jay Heron. Jay Heron, like okay, wow. Lyman Good was pretty good. No. No. Nick Thompson. No. Dan Horbuckle. No. Who? Who? Who are those guys? They're nobodies. You know Dan Horbuckle. Yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? He hasn't fought anybody. And if you look at it again, these are all people that have. If you go back, right? Because I'm uh, I'm assuming you're on Wikipedia. Yes. Okay. Let pick pick one of the guys. The last. Um, one of the last five fighters outside of Shinya Aoki. Give Luis me a name. Santos. Okay, click on Luis Santos's name, and tell me his uh, his fights. He is fucking a dude. He's <laughs> he's seventy six and ten. Okay, seventy six and ten. Seventy six and ten. Right. That's a hell of a. That's fucking a hell record. of a record. Sure, but now go look at his record and look at the fights that he had against Ben Ben Askren. What do you mean? Like, look at the fights fight. leading up to Ben Askren, and then look at the dates on them. He fought Ben Askren. All right. Oh, that was a no contest. Okay, so then no you contest. picked the one that, like, because he got eye poked. Yes. Okay. So pick another one. Of of Luis Santos. No, no, no. Pick another fight. that fighter that Ben Askren went up against. No, Nobutasu Suzuki. Okay, click that one. Okay. All right. When did they fight? Um, 2014. Okay, 
But what date? November, December? Uh, August 29th, 2014. Okay, so now look at the next fight before that one for for Suzuki. Okay. What was it? Brock Larson. Okay, what the date? what's the date on it? Uh, March 14th, 2014. Okay, so August and March, right? And then before that? It was Phil Baroni. What date? March 2013. Okay, so two March fights. So a fighter fighting two March. So now he gets like a two, three months to recover well, think to fight of, against Ben Askren. And he had like what? Show me who, how many fighters are fighting more than twice a year in the UFC. But that's different. Again, that's the UFC. And they take different. losses. And they take losses. But it's not different. It's just people don't fight as much. Like two to three times a year. No, but like, that's not what I'm saying. Is that, let's say I'm Ben Askren. And you're Fuckface McGee, right? So Fuckface McGee has had to fight twice in March and then again in April. And now I've been sitting there spending those two or three months just relaxing while you've been getting your ass kicked and cutting weight. Of course I'm going to get an easier win. And all I got to do is out-wrestle you? Okay. It's not his fault. He's the best. And yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying is that, like, he's going to catch an L. He's going to catch an L so Well, here's hard. the thing. Uh, Askren hasn't fought in a year. That doesn't mean anything. But he did fight. So, like, in 2017, he fought May, September, and November. Okay. But, again, so, so look at the giant layaways that he's had. And he's that means it's time to develop. It's development time for him. He's had a year off. I mean, he's an athlete. That's fine. It's not going to like he's going to have ring rust. Like I said, he's an athlete, and he's an okay fighter. But he's not a goat. He fought. He fought Andre uh, Koroshkov. Who the re- fuck is that? You don't know him. He's really good. He. He. I think he was the Bellator champ. He won the. Uh, All right, let me pull him up. He was the Bellator welterweight world champ. That's how he got the 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 belt. Right. Let me look this up because you're, you're you're killing me here, and we're getting way too much dead air time. You're dead air. Your mom goes to college. Your mom goes to college. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm like honestly, you know, I, I'm really surprised that the deal went through. And the only reason why I think the deal went through is um, because Matt Hume works for One FC. Yeah. So, obviously, he's got an inside on the on the trade, and I think really like Dana just kind of wants. At the end of the day, Dana wants like a buzz. He wants some kind of buzz that doesn't involve uh, Connor and it doesn't involve John Jones. And did you? And dude, apparently Eddie's very happy with his fucking deal that he got with one. Eddie Alvarez, yeah, because yeah. he got a ton of money. Said it's going to be a uh, eight figure fight deal. When all is said and done, I told you like one FC reached out to me to try and do some uh, some photos and filming and stuff for them, and I got very good information that they had some big time investors come in and pumping money so they got giant money coming in on there i don't know whether they're from gonna like the russian no from, no 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 more from like chinese underground more than anything but i think they're on the path of possibly going kind of like the the pride like route on how they do some of the stuff and I'm curious to see how they do the, um, the uh, what you call it, um, the weight cuts, how the weight cut thing works out for them because it's still kind of untested. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, where everybody goes up a everybody goes up a weight class there. Yeah. So I wonder if that means Eddie's going to be fighting at one seventy. I don't think. It's I a still think. I still think one sixty five needs to be. It needs one fifty five, one sixty five, one seventy five, one eighty five. Okay. That would be better. So, so your buddy, that fucking Russian dude. Uh huh. All right. So look at it this way. He fought Ben Askren in. 2013. July 31st, 2013. His fight before that, November of 2012. So this guy, look at this. He went Bellator 74 in September 28. Fought again October 26. Fought again November 30th. So three fights, one month right after the other for that tournament, right? Then he took a almost, what, six-month, seven-month layoff to go up against Van Askren. So it's like, okay, well, that's not really fair. You do, like, how, how much of a break do you need for this guy? You know? I don't know. I'm not a fan of Ben Askren. I give him credit for being, like, an, a solid athlete and a, an amazing wrestler. But I think he's going to catch hands in, in the UFC. Yeah, this dude beat Ben Henderson, though. Ben Henderson is a fucking joke. He beat Douglas Lima. He beat Ben He Henderson. beat Douglas Lima when he was nobody. And Douglas Lima... Is fucking solid. No, 2016 he beat Douglas Lima. Yeah, like, again, Douglas Lima didn't really start getting his, like, fucking run until, like, the last two years. That's, and he's that's an amazing... That's when would have started. No, he started 2016. I'm saying 2017, 2018. I don't know. I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I'm not going out of my way. I love I'm that sure. he's calling everybody out. I'm the sure. only person to tell you who he hasn't called out. Uh-huh. Uh, Kamaru. I think Kamara could out-wrestle him easily. I don't know if he could out-wrestle him. I think so. I don't know. He actually just, uh, he was uh, at Excel as I was leaving. He was yeah. coming to train the advanced class. I wanted to, to stay and train with him, but nope. No go for me. All right, I think we got to call our wraps. It's 10 o'clock. I got to get up early tomorrow. I got a video shoot tomorrow. Um, you got anything to say to the people? No. Fucking, they heard what I had to say. I don't have anything. I'm more glad. To say I'm glad. I'm, thank you for having me on your podcast. Yes, you're welcome to be on my Fucking podcast. Guys. Um, big shout out to Giraffe Choke. Thank you so much for the care package. Uh, we got some cool. I'm wearing this shit now. Yeah, we're gonna snag a photo and post it up. Um, be sure to check out our sponsors. Big thanks to Choke Aloha, to Jujitsu Soap Co, and to GiraffeChoke.com. Make sure you check out Nomad Surf Shop if you're in the area, especially this weekend because they got a big sale going on. Big thanks Up to, to Nomad. Dude, I've, at that sale, I've gotten like three pairs of board shorts for the price of one. You need to get three pairs of toothbrush. I just Which actually did buy a toothbrush today. Finally. Um, yeah, I'm sure they're going to have some dope stuff. I can't walk in there. I'll end up wasting a bunch of money. I can't. I got enough skateboards. Um Big thank you to all the sponsors. Check out Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ on Instagram. Check me out at Sonder Marketing on Instagram. And as always, if you support the podcast, please share it, like it, send it to your friends, tell your grandma I said hi, and uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Peace. deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.
and nobody can hang with my stuff. Keep stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, living, being right, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators off. Woo! <laughs>